Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio Hotman. For those who don't know, Radio Hotman, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotman. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Three to one viewers. <laughs> what a way to start a new year. And welcome. Well rehearsed. Happy New Year and welcome <laughs> to <laughs> episode Snakes Alive. It's 75. It is. Uh, here on the 31st of January. Just managed to sneak one in on this month, JP. Yes, we uh, did. You, you've been away, uh, but we haven't missed a month over the uh, two years and four months that we've been doing Radio Hotlap, that we light-hearted have. podcast that takes a look at motor racing. Australian style and international style, of course. Gadgets. And gadgets and upcoming technologies. And, of course... Barbecues. Barbecues. What Tonight. What we do without barbecues? Tonight featuring a pork loin roast. Yeah, which is uh, sitting, as we speak, uh, getting warm. Simmering slightly in the bag. <laughs> yes, it's... Uh, we You're big on the bags, aren't I you? I like the bag. I mean, yeah, firstly, there's no cleaning up for Claire, because Claire doesn't clean. Oh, there oh, you go. Briz, Briz Vegas. Briz Vegas cleaning is... And orders the sausage. Now, the poor old sausage has a bit of a tale of woe. Um, has uh, pulled a back leg hamstring, I suppose, or a, I don't know if it's a hamstring. What the sausage dogs have, but uh, yeah, a Friday... A sausage fr- string. A sausage string, yes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the string around the end of the sausage that ties it off. Was uh, went to park time, park time, park time for dogs. Yeah. Um, about uh, ten days ago, and there, under a bushel, was a pussy cat that uh, a took off at a, pussy. Yeah, well, that took <laughs> off at a hundred with the with the, with the sausage after it, and uh, the, the cat was going for it. The dog straight after it, and halfway across the park, I hear this. <laughs> and uh, she uh, broke down and had a little bit of a sore leg, and so of course, Dad took his sausage eyes and carried home and everything like that. Oh. But it's uh, sort of been, been, been coming to the studio, the new office yes, uh, yeah, in, yeah. in the centre of Adelaide, which is a lovely big studio, which race cars can drive yes, straight in. It's about, it is. It is the biggest studio in Adelaide, um, and certainly the closest to um, CBD five hundred yep. and every other pub around. And uh, Russ has been having a bit of trouble getting up and down the stairs there. Mm. But today she decided to go for a little bit of a wander outside uh, during the day. And it's a cul-de-sac, so she can have a bit of a look around, put her paw, her left paw, straight in a bit of chewy. A front she, paw or a back paw? But it was a front paw, yeah. and it was like quicksand. <laughs> quicksand. <laughs> Hang on, quicksand chewy. Well, <laughs> I'm not talking uh, blazing saddles. But <laughs> quicksand! <laughs> I get no so, kick from cocaine. Wow, wow, wow. The little paw came up, and like, yeah. there was a string between the paw and the deck, and it sort of oh, went, oh, no. oh. And I picked her up, and of course it was, uh, and the rest of it, like fairy <laughs> floss, wrapped itself. Around La Sausage, which went in immediately to the uh, food preparation room oh, um, no. the, for a slight underbelly haircut. <laughs> Pretty funny. Anyway, welcome Rusty Sausage. Oh, absolutely. You, you, too, could a, you could have put a, a lump of ice on there to make it go hard and then pick it It went it hard immediately. <laughs> That's the thing. It went, And she already had a bit of feather dusted. Going on, so it needed a bit of an underbelly. Under, yep, a bit of a bit of a chin up on the on the paw. Mate, uh, 
congratulations, you've been married, become oh, married. Oh, well, I did. Again. You did. Yes, you I idiot. did. You yeah, idiot. I know. <laughs> there you go. But I held out for as long as I could. You did. I did well. And you know, it's quite go? funny because the guy who I used to work for in the UK is coming out here on holidays on, and he arrives on March the 2nd. We've been communicating via email and uh, in all the time since I, uh, since I actually left the UK, um, it was 18 years between when I left and when I saw him one time when I went back there. And it's been another, I worked it out, it's been another 12 years since we've communicated again. And, um, so it's, it's uh, basically... 12 years was the last time when Laney, when Laney first asked you to get married. And 18 years, so even the percentages, 12 years the ago. first one only lasted but six. It was, it was 12 since you've seen him and eight. Uh, so when on? I saw him with 18, I think I'd, uh, I'd been divorced or whatever for, I don't know, three or four, somewhere around there. Weekends. <laughs> years. And... Um, Anyway, so then uh, when I t- when I wrote when I emailed him and uh, just before Christmas and said I was getting married again, he goes, "Jesus Christ, you took your time making your bloody mind up again, didn't you? Long time between drinks or something like that." So, so that'll be fun. Anyway, yeah, but so I did, yes, yes, and you took the photos. I'm very happy. The viewers, I've got to tell you, the photos that Johnny took are spectacular. He took far too many, of course, which means that Laney and I now have to uh, wade through all of them and pick out the best ones. But uh, which, much to my mum's annoyance. Because apparently one of her, I got in trouble the other day. Sock off, do you think? Excuse sock me. Off. No, I don't know. It's a bit blowy. Wind sock off. It's a lovely evening here. It in, is, but uh, there's, in, well, uh, there's a bit of breeze. H Central. We don't want that <laughs> happening. Yep. Says, okay. Off you. Um, yeah, Mum wasn't happy because one of her friends from Legacy, uh, her son or someone got married first time around, um, a week before we did, and. At the last legacy meeting, her friend Shirley's showing her all the photos from the wedding. And see, I've got no photos to show, to, or to give her, to show, so, so that she can show, because I've done nothing with them yet. I've just seen them. So, I've got them in the poo. Blurb.com, Story of my That's life. where it's got to go. Blurb.com, Blurb. the alternative to the Apple iTunes uh, uh, iPhoto bookstore that is not available to us humble subjects here in Australia. Blurb.com, just lay it out and exactly the same thing at yeah. less of a price because I think uh, you should be making one of those for yourself. But oh yeah, I will. Yeah, the hard thing is like picking them, isn't it? Yes. It's easy to shoot them. No, it's up no, to you no, to exactly. pick them. Yeah, picking them is just a nightmare. Anyway, we'll get there. But so no, we did, we did. We got married and we had a lovely honeymoon up in uh, far north Queensland. Went up to uh, Port Douglas and Cairns for 10 days. It was very spectacular. Did this great thing, uh, surfing the canopy. The rainforest canopy. If anybody's going up to far north Queensland, I absolutely, and you're a bit of a thrill seeker, I absolutely recommend you have to do this. You, uh, you'd get up to Cape Tribulation, and uh, you walk in the uh, Cape Tribulation Pharmacy, which is right next to the information centre there, and you book yourself in for one of these canopy surfing tours, and this van comes and picks you up. There's 10 of you at a time. Drags you off to this private property about two and a half, three k's away, halfway up the side of a, a mountain in full rainforest country. And you get up the top there uh, onto these platforms that are built on mahogany trees, about 23 to 30 metres in the air. And it's just like a flying fox, basically. Then you just actually go down through five different platforms. And it's an absolute buzz. Takes about an hour and a half, 80 bucks. It's a bit like that Daffy Ducks. Daffy Duck uh, cartoon where um, it was there with Robin Hood and it was yikes and away and kept hitting the tree. <laughs> was it a bit like? No, we didn't hit any trees. But the <laughs> last bit was good because he actually hung upside down. It was good fun. 
was good. Jennifer Hawkins actually did it, um, going cool. back about six months ago. It'd have been good being on the ground, look it up. <laughs> well, it would have if she was wearing a skirt, probably, but I don't think she was. Not even wearing go. anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You went on the anyway. right day. There you go. <laughs> so, 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 so it was good. Now, a man who's been married as many times as you would obviously know the <laughs> values of, uh, you know, uh, uh, copper and, and silver and gold weddings and diamonds and anniversaries. I mean, isn't it only fair to say that we should be handing something over to each other today, being the 75th show <laughs> of Radio Hotlap, and, and without a doubt, the 100th show. Isn't that the diamond? The millennium. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say diamond. Is it diamond? It's 75 diamond. I, I don't know. know. I'm not that old. I know 50's gold. No, nah, nobody would be that old. Get the iPhone and it look it up. It couldn't be diamond at 75. It'd have to be 60. Oh, we'll find out. What, the 75th anniversary? Well, so I'll get the iPhone in the, the interlude. Let's just say, even if you got married at 18, that'd mean that you were 93. And what about... Well, so who's going to do that? them around. Yeah, now, but when they started naming them all they want, some viewers will know. Anyway, we'll be, we'll, well, I think we'll make our millennium this year. I think we will too. Because we've sort of petered out a little bit, and it's not for one of trying, but it's just, you know, content and being being, being busy. and and, and away motor racing and going off to bloody Mount Buller and Oh, all sorts of things. And and I noticed that there was a bit of a, uh, there was a few emails. In fact, there was quite a lot of emails, but one that that happened to sort of like, you know, Catch your eye. Catch, catch my eye was, yeah. yes, our, our, our friend. Uh, Tristan? Yes. Who, yeah, who, caught my eye too. Felt that, uh, you know, we might be taking it for the team in a certain way. and <laughs> oh, We just you. blame Linda. I think he's just uh, sounding us out. Yeah, well, could be. No. Could be. So, but, uh, you know. but hello, yeah, Tristan. Uh, yes, we did get your email. Thank you very much indeed. It's a bit of a gay right, name, it isn't is, it? It is all Linda's fault that you haven't got your cap. Um, oh, hello, hi, Linda. Um, and... <laughs> Don't worry, we have been in contact. And we with are Linda. we are eating uh, on the air again, Linda. We have been in contact with Linda, and Linda is, is not far. Linda is just mm. choosing to be elsewhere at this this time. You know, it was a fad for her. She wanted to do a lot of radio hot lap, and she'll probably get her uh, her balls together and come down and do it another time in the future. Yep. Or sure when we will. when we are doing it a little bit more remotely. Yeah. But enough preamble. Exactly. Indubitably. The show must so, go on. Where right, are we well, going to start? Well, Technology, motorsport, or barbecues? Well, well, you've already sort of touched on barbecues with the pork, and, uh, pork going already. Well, I said I'd get the iPhone out later to find out what a 75th anniversary is. And yep. while I grab my iPhone, you can introduce the first subject of the day, JP. Well, all right then. I'll, let's talk about um, what's been going on in, uh, in V8 land, shall we? I think... Um, what do we got? What, what's what's significant? Significant in V8 land is um, Bradley Jones Racing. Definitely did what they what everybody knew they were going to do anyway. I mean, it was the worst kept secret in motor racing, but uh, Ford wouldn't let them uh, say anything. Nah, until this they week. wouldn't like to say that. But the same thing happened um, like when when Russell Ingle moved yes, to, uh, right. over to way. Ford a few years yep. ago, and it was midnight, mm. uh, 31st of January. Yep. Same deal again. Anyway, so they've so got anyway, it, and that's, ironically, that's he's come back the other side yep. as well. It was yep. all smelly over there. It was. Won a and so suddenly, uh, Holden have got uh, got Bradley Jones back, who who was always a big uh, Holden. Uh, what should we call it? A, a pro Holden uh, driver when it, when he was driving back in the uh, Thunderdome days and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, so that's good. And uh, yeah, and Russell's back as well. So that's 
that's probably um, one of the best bits of news. Um, looked at the uh, web yesterday to see the photos of the uh, HRT car, and well, yeah, whoopie do. Nothing special, nothing dramatic, whatever. Um, you're right, JP. Uh, just checking at uh, gemstonemeanings.com. Yeah. Uh, yes, 75th is the Diamond Jubilee. 75th So, is? thank okay. you. Yes, very good. Uh, you managed to do that. Let's just see what 100 is. Okay. And it'll come back saying, you're not Nobody stays though, married yeah. that long, you silly idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Another bit of interesting news that uh, has been sort of embargoed is that... Uh, um, Anthony Bloomberg from Opus Prime has uh, oh, thrown yeah. his weight behind the uh, replacing the toll brand um, at uh, Rick and Margaret Rick Kelly's Kelly. uh, team, yeah. and um, obviously our uh, uh, cohort Marcus Sakanovic yep. is um, going to be sort of part of that. Now, part of the Opus Prime stable because he does Formula Three as well and a couple other things. Yeah, that, he does Formula yeah. Three. That's correct. Um, with uh, I can't read his name. I'm no, I can't but anyway, uh, Marcus, as a result, is up for a uh, is up for a uh, an enduro drive. Let's just cool. hope, viewers, that with the American economy having a slide and the um, also another interest rate cut tomorrow and all this doom and gloom and recession. Oh, you mean in the US? Plus yes. Errant. French people as society general are uh, <laughs> betting $10 billion dollars yeah. that Opus Prime doesn't change their name to Subprime mm. because that could end up being pretty gnarly. Johnny, that was terrible. Why? That <laughs> <laughs> really was bad. Now, That'll be the last chance I get for doing any work for it. Well, okay, well, this is the last time you make a joke as well because it's my turn to make a joke now. So not really a joke, really. it's just an observation. I'm smelly. There's a feature on Mark Webber in this week's Auto Fiction, which is actually quite a good article. I thought it was very good. But there's a photo in it of David Coulthard. Now, unshaven. Well, that's what I was getting at. Oh, and really? He's got a remarkably uh, dark head of hair and a remarkably grey beard. So one has to wonder, is he already into the Grecian 2000? Or similar? Who knows? Who knows? I think it's a Simon Reynolds sort of type of question, you know, on the anti-aging policy. <laughs> he might be able to be. He's the, he's the kind of guy that would be in the candidate for a star sapphire, which oh, would represent the 100th Segway Central. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, the little sneaky eye, mate. Uh, it's handy having it online, isn't it? Anyway, it's, um, it's all uh, at a new new livery today from um, HRT. Yes, uh, white and yeah, that's, that's all. The, the yep, white and or with, uh, the red looks remarkably orange. Now, is that just photographic, or is it really a lot more orange than last year's well, team red? Red. Many years ago, Ferrari was the first team to actually go to the extent of producing cars um, and and paint scheme that they would then aim cameras at. Before they determined what you know, before they would decide the final paint, so because the at the end red. of the day, the, the, the you know the the colour gamut, yes, the palette, the spectrum of colours that a television set would provide in Europe on predominantly the PAL standard, CCAM in uh, in France, the only nation that has its own standard, and uh, uh, 
but probably not anymore. And NTSC, never twice the same colour. Yep. Uh, or that's not never actually what it stands for. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> in, in America, uh, were a much reduced colour. Hence, the colours you see on screen look completely different to what the cars uh, appear oh, like yeah. in the flesh. And as you well know, JP, considering you come from the printing business where colour management has always been at the, you know, the yeah. top priority for production Absolutely. managers in yep. printing doesn't mean, mean a two hoot, does it? Because if you're over budget, running late, and they're out to dinner, and they've had a few reds and eaten dinner by candlelight, and you show them the proofs, well, what's the hell about, what's the point of colour management? Exactly. So there really, no it's management. all very subjective. And I can always remember, I can always refer back to, like, when I was... Uh, segway night, isn't it? I was much, much younger, and... Um, and I was running a repro depart, graphic repro department, and we were doing, funnily enough, a Christmas catalogue for Maya. And there was a rather young, inexperienced lady in charge of the account at the time. And I'm uh, uh, sorry, isn't that a bit of a misnomer? <laughs> What's the difference between ladies and inexperienced? <laughs> All right, <laughs> shut up. And, <laughs> and because it was a Christmas catalogue, it had to have a red bow on it, mm. and it was being printed web offset on a high-speed press uh, somewhere interstate, I can't remember. And we did all the repro and all the proofs. And we'd made the red up out of about 80, 85 uh, magenta and a similar amount of yellow. A tricky Maybe combination a to improve the quality of the red on the... the and the idea being was on. that the, by the time you'd thrown the ink on and the thing was running at a decent speed, what was 85% would actually become solid. But if you put solid ink down, it would actually do what they call um, catch up and it would lift. So the, the yellow going down wet on wet on the red would, would, would make it lift and it'd look like crap. And this young lady was absolutely adamant that the red wasn't red enough. Could we make it redder? So I did, I went through the big spiel of you can't do that because if you do, it'll get on the press and this will happen. Da, da, da. No, 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 it has to be solid, solid. So that's what we did. And, and what did the finished product look like? Or oh, had a red tinge. <laughs> it didn't look, didn't look the best. wasn't really what red enough. What did she say? Nothing, of course. <laughs> She'd been proven wrong. But she... <laughs> Which goes on to prove that when you're dealing with women in production processes like oh, that... Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to get... You, you, you should always give them some leeway and offer them an opportunity to work collaboratively with you rather than running over them and just saying, I know everything, because they do have some input. They do have some input, there's no doubt about that. You reckon I got out of that all right? Well, I think you wormed your way out of that one quite well. But I mean, hey, it's not just uh, it's not just women either. But uh, there's some guys who made some blues too, but it was an in interesting oh. thing. And colour management, yes, you're right. Um, so anyway, so we, we, still get get back back, racing, we still get back to the car racing and to the colour of the um, of the new uh, HRT. And uh, yeah, well, once we sit on telly, I guess we'll know. What else has happened this uh, this um, year? Oh well, I suppose so the most the year. most significant thing that I think that uh, has happened is the uh, sudden cancellation of the Lisboa Dakar event due to yes. French uh, tourists being uh, killed in Mauritania. Uh, oh, but there was the threat of terrorism and, on the event, and and a threat of terrorism directly or indirectly by uh, the uh, Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. Yep. So the French authorities. Based, uh, sorry, the French uh, sporting body based on the French um, uh, intelligence service, television, whatever. And I think Mauritania's actually got some French rules going on there as well. well Perhaps always been that. Decided way. to cancel the whole event. Well, yep. 
that's um, that's pretty tough. And um, I recall reading some stuff from Robbie Gordon, who was like about half an hour away from going through technical. He was in the line, and they said, "Look, the right? event's been shut down." It's a bit hard to explain, but um, you know, we we'll just keep it simple. But like, this, we've got about six hundred competitors with a yep. fifty-six thousand dollar entry fee. And the Hummer that Robbie Gordon had entered had no less than 1,000 GM engineers working on that. It's bigger than the Toyota Formula One project for Jeez. three months Is that right? up, up front. So, and their commitments and ongoing um, uh, commercial partner relationships collectively between all all of them mm. is way in excess of a billion dollars now that's hard to understand from the outside point of view you just think it's just a car race or, but <coughs> there's all this other sort of collaborative stuff because of the tv now what was the worst thing was that the french authorities did not have a b c d or e plan and they right. could have easily run that continuously around portugal or made some deals with other um, uh, nations on the northern part of the Mediterranean. They could have gone over the ferry and run around yeah, Morocco probably, and come back, but they didn't. And hence, they just this the week, whole thing. there's some South words. America. South America, South America. Yep. Well, we've seen some of the roads there. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be riding it. But um, that's, from a commercial point of view, that's that's a really, I suppose it's tricky, But and I don't want to say you know, typical French, but... It is sort of typical French. Well, it is sort of typical French, and if 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 it goes it's to our South way America, or the highway. Well, if it goes going. to South America, it won't come they back. Will well, of tr- well and truly, have shot themselves in the foot, because being South America, being so close to North America, um, it'll the event will just get taken over and, uh, and 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 reorganised, and they'll have nothing to do with it within five years. I would suggest. There are, it's probably important for the viewers to realise that there are huge amounts of aid programs that the manufacturers involved are involved in the event do with authorities in each nation they travel through. Yep. So independently of the fact that there are, it's just a car race, Mitsubishi and, 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 and all of them, they put their... They put aid money into the nations that they're passing through. And most of these are developing third world nations that yep. really require that. So it's it's pleasing to know that all the major parties have agreed to continue with that uh, that development with, with that aid yep. program yep. Uh, independently of what was going on. It's not like the race team and the guys in the transporter no, are, just are doing that. It's, it's, just, yeah. it's, just, it's just much, much bigger than people can possibly imagine. But uh, yeah, it's a bit disappointing. Um, and also there's the argument, you know, um, should you have given in to, to terrorists? But well, really, that's, that's right. another know, podcast. You know, if, 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 it was, uh, if it was a US run of event or a UK run event, I would suggest that it, it would have, have gone ahead. Canceled. Absolutely would have gone ahead. Would have gone ahead. Um, however, you know, um, let's not forget how brave the French were in the Second World War. Um, and we'll move right along. Absolutely. Two... <laughs> Apple's new wonderful PowerBook Air. Unobtainium. Unobtain- indeed unobtainium. Although 0.16 of an inch thick um, and uh, about 0.84 or something at the other end. A very, very thin yep. 13.3 inch laptop. Now, no doubt many of the people are already aware of. Should be falling into your hands in the next few days, JP, I yes, would hope. Yes, I would hope so. Uh, the and uh, the first machine to have a solid state drive. Uh, option of a as an straight, option, right? yeah, quite yes. a premium price as well. <coughs> it's a but, huge price, but, but nevertheless. But most interestingly, I notice um, of the specifications, this is the first computer anywhere 
I've noticed in anywhere in the world, not only from thicknesses, thinness yep. is one thing, is it's the first computer that can boot wirelessly. And uh, that's very cool for office and classroom environments oh, because absolutely. if you think, if you come in with your laptop into a classroom and they have your MAC address, the unique ID of that laptop in their lookup tables, it basically boots the operating system up off to their, to their computer and gives them what, yep. what they want. They can't mess with it. So there's a heap less maintenance. That's pretty cool. There's a lot of permutations going to go on there. And yeah, well, um, um, who knows um, if you could the apply that. market is a huge Let's flat. apply that whole concept to car racing because car racing at a circuit level is effectively a local area network is it not yes. i mean it's going around and around and around we know the maximum amount of distance that a car could go off so there's no reason to be to, to stop the fact that that the cars could be complete their engine management systems could be completely wirelessly run yep they could indeed and so therefore and i'm sure they the, will be well i reckon you i think you're dead right there and which uh, means that there will be disabling of it if you don't pay your service bills or this that the other thing all sorts oh it's big brother well it is big brother and the other th the other big brother thing about that sort of scenario is the fact that if you're doing a drive-through penalty or whatever you wouldn't need to do a drive-through penalty you could just get cobbled so that you could um you could only run on uh uh, six cylinders and uh, go to half revs for a lap or something similar to that very good that's exactly uh yeah you could manage your your your, sp your pit lane speed yep. and yeah exactly you could be cobbled it's hmm. a very good i never thought of it like that jp yes uh, glad you could for racing infringement so it'd be it, it, and i'm sure that it will eventually happen that way um however on the other side of that coin <laughs> um I did like uh, Fogg's article in uh, in Auto Fiction this week about um, allowing certain people uh, who maybe shouldn't be controlling V8s to uh, to have too much say. Um, I think he wrote something along the, the the subheading was something about the lunatics have started to overrun the V8 asylum. Um, so I'm not going to uh, carry on about it. Um, well, we don't want to be reading word for word from no, these we don't. magazines. But, uh, I just think it's a very interesting article, and I think rubbish. he makes a lot of um, a lot of pertinent points in it. So, they're mostly there a lot of rubbish, specifically like the article today about uh, Alan Simonson. Um, and and I can tell you that I was in the car with Alan the oh, other day that, having um, this conversation, conversation and yeah. it's basically he was saying, "Look, I'm disappointed that." You know what more do you have to do to get like other than fifth of Bathurst and, and and really just you know not 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 hit anything and, and get come in here VA as drive. a non-regular driver and and get a regular regular job. Yeah. For the fact that he's Danish, that's half the reason why he's not in because they don't like non-Australians in the well, category so. other than Max Max Wilson. If but they, they want pastry, they eat pies. Thanks. That's right. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> Danish. <laughs> Um, but I love how the press have managed to turn it into uh, that uh, a headline of Simonson uh, supercar snubs frustrates Simonson with a graphic saying uh, Simonson wants to build an e early lead in the GT Championship. Well, uh, press of course he no wants to idea what's going on at all, and of course they'll be gullible enough to listen to whatever yeah. you have. And I was going, come on, wanker, <laughs> let's go and eat some lunch. <laughs> but he said, oh no, he said I'll give it to him. Oh dear. Anyway, they they pressed that. Well, <clears throat> have you seen the bloody... Um, Who's on it, the A1GP this weekend? Renewed his chase with the Ferrari 430 with fresh sponsorship from Coopers and upgraded sponsorship from uh, my own, my sponsor, Jack's sponsor, and, and now Alan's, Maurice Lacroix. Oh, cool. Very Excellent. nice effort. So Maurice have actually uh, upped it, have they? 
They have upped it. Excellent. That's very good to hear. They're a bit uppity. Yeah, good. And uh, and so Glenn's renewed. So that's excellent too. Um, I also might like to point out um, uh, on the the, the the gem factor of of times that the, 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 the gem website, it only goes up to 80th, which is a ruby jubilee. After that, basically, you know, you're non-compass mentis. And there won't be Why both. would a ruby exceed a diamond? Well, I'll tell you. It goes from the bottom. Three, pearls. Four, blue topaz. Five, sapphire. Six, amethyst. Seventh, onyx. Eight, tourmaline. Nine, lapis lazuli. Uh, ten, uh, what goes on? Diamond, turquoise, jade, citron, opal, ruby, pen. Well, these would not want everything, don't they? <laughs> then they slow down a bit. No, it's going all about aquamarine, emerald, eye up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, get, yeah, get okay, the import, get okay, the big 40, right, 35, uh, 30 yeah. pearl jubilee, yeah. 35 emerald, 40 is ruby, 45 sapphire, then golden, 55 alexandrite. Yeah, pick mm. that up in Egypt, I suppose. Uh, 60 diamond. There you go. 65 blue spinel. Uh, 70 sapphire jubilee. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, enough of that. Hmm. You're not getting anything from me. Prince <laughs> Vegas. I don't know. Well, not yet. Now, i got to talk about this. I just got this... Uh, I saw this photo on, uh, on the web. And it's of the new BMW. Uh, and it's got more wings... Than the winged warrior used to have. Well, definitely than the winged warrior used to have. I reckon it's got more wings than a flock of seagulls. Yeah, they're going to snap off. <laughs> Mate, this lot one, two, three. Oh, you should see four, the underbody five, stuff. Six, the seven, underbody stuff is eight, out of, nine, out of control. 10, 11, 12. And a little gurney flap and this, that, and the other. It's just, under here is just. It's, oh, just it's, it's mental. It is, yeah, it is mental. Absolutely mental. So, I don't know. The F108 is definitely the winged warrior. And whether it does them any good or not, I wouldn't have a clue, but uh, unreal is all I can say. Uh, yes. Oh! What are oh, you having a drink just this afternoon? Oh, yeah, we haven't said, we haven't touched on drinks. Well, I'm actually talking about Alan's renewed sponsorship with Coopers. i got a pail, thank you. And what are you You got? don't often have a pail. No, I don't often have a pail, but every now and again I quite fancy one. I'm having a um, Where the Shiraz Grenache. Mauvais Vintage 06 from Where the Fox Creek? That's right, Fox Creek, beautiful, McLaren Vale. And uh, otherwise known uh, by certain other wineries as GSM, Grenache Shiraz Mauvais, but uh, they call theirs SGM. And uh, nice drop too, Fox, I do like Fox Creek's wines. I suppose I should uh, sort of uh, quickly fast forward to uh, our little episode, this uh, yours truly, last weekend. I might as well talk about myself, you know, no one else. Well, I was going to ask you about it in, uh, you know, in good time. Right down the end of the show. Well, I'll ask you about it now. Johnny, what did you do last weekend? Didn't you go with uh, Jack and drive that bloody Capri Piranha again? Oh, mate. Thanks for asking. Yes, <laughs> Keithy and I took ourselves off to, uh, <laughs> took us off to the Lake Mountain Sprint. Mm. in uh, sunny Victoria about an hour and a half out through the Yarra Valley very nice area. never been to the Yarra Valley before no, must go the there Valley, yeah. uh, I found a nice little um, a, a Tudor Tudor Inn um, with a couple of acres uh, going up for about 560k and they got the guy down to 470 overnight so I'm doing a deal on that with a lot of <laughs> petrol pump and a, uh, and a, and a bar tap <laughs> and some dirt bike riding around there but anyway that's that, good. getting off the track <laughs> 
yes, we went there and it was a, it was a very, very pleasant event. Uh, arrived on the Saturday afternoon at the little town of Maryville to right. sit down there and have a, a glass of wine and, and a wrap of lamb. spectacular because it had been good here and it usually filled us through that Spectacular. The only thing that was unspectacular was that they didn't have any lamb on the menu that was anything spectacular. Oh, Australia Day. Oh, and I went, have you got any lamb? And they went, we've got lamb suvalaki. What? I went, you're an idiot. <laughs> I, and so we ordered... We found a rack of lamb on the menu, $26.50, and it was a nasty, nasty rack of lamb. Oh, and it was with root vegetables only. What about your legumes? No, there were no legumes, and I wasn't happy about it, what but about anyway, broth? not like me to have a moan about anything. It's not very good. Mm. But So you had a good weekend, and so how did the car go, and how did the, how the, did the actual... The, the rack of lamb was not good, and so I called in, oh, okay. I went, and I said, look, I'm not happy about that. Ten minutes later, 150 Hell's Angels arrived in the town and took You're over. Kidding me. I'm not. Why would I? Why would I kid you? They took over the town, and of course, Mark goes, "Oh, oh I'd be ball bearing," because he knew him from his earlier days of being less than a nice person. <laughs> so there we were. Is Mark Bryant. Yeah, there we were, <laughs> having a few drinks and a chat and, and photos. And photos. And photos. <laughs> photos to prove. Did they have their colours on? Yeah, oh, mate. It, it was a it was a national meeting. They're, they're, it was a national meeting. Now, you know? Can't wear national meeting. Yeah, colours. Yeah. National meeting. Anyway, they got that sorted out, so it wasn't as bad the next night. Right. Um, yeah, we uh, look. It was it was a really really good event. Um, uh, Peter Washington, and uh, it was a very poor turnout. I must have was to it? say, there were about 38, 45 entries, 38 confirmed, and then a whole bunch just dropped out at the very last minute. Oh, and I strange. think it is a bit of a, you know, a lot of them were paid, but I think it's a little bit of a case of people were scared from Mount Buller with the, right. with the death of Paul Flintoff. Um, yeah. And I suppose and it's the holiday. the year as well, I think. is A lot of people like But they're used to that anyway. I yeah. thought it was a pretty disappointing turnout. So I think we basically yeah, fronted with only 20 starters, right. which, oh. which was, which was so fairly, fairly ordinary. But what was what, who were there were, were fairly, fairly quality. So we had we were up against uh, the classic Adelaide winner, um, Kevin Weeks. Yep. Um, and uh, a whole bunch of um, top five operators in Target Tasmania with Evos and and Porsche nine nine six and sevens and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, uh, it's a, it's an unusual course, and, and Jack Ellsgood and I turned up in the Piranha, fresh from our uh, re- re- like replaced position of eighth at Classic Adelaide, yes, to um, to end up sixth for the weekend and to win the Classic class. So is that um, sixth outright? Yes, yeah, sixth outright. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, I um, we've put a video. If you for now that you're listening, you've probably already seen episode. Seventy-four, which is well, the video well, of this in car. You've seen seventy-four, but if you haven't, if you go, you can go to YouTube or something and find it there and type yep. in Lake Mountain Sprint. But it was pretty exciting, um, and Jack and I gelled gelled well together. And ironically, that the video that I put up, I actually fell off the notes for about two or three yeah, seconds. Yeah, I heard that when I was watching. And um, <laughs> I hadn't fallen off the notes at, at all. I, th- I don't think I, I mean, fell off the notes. The one time the camera was wrong. Oh, there you course, go. So I don't know. It's a bit funny because he, he said something to me. In the middle of it, and just and, I, and it, yeah, yeah, I just I don't know. It was a really easy bit of road, and I just went, eh, what court am I looking at? But <laughs> such is the concentration level; you don't really realise. Um, but yeah, great <laughs> piece of road, uh, yeah. tricky. Um, and uh, the last year's winner, Alan Simonson, <laughs> our old mate, little little <laughs> <laughs> Al, um, had his 
Laparek got beaten by one second. Now, uh, that's that's a pretty amazing feat for uh, Kevin Weeks, who's really on the pole and has picked his driving he has, up, he? up enormously. Because um, he um, he now has... Well, he was uh, never that bloody good when International Pauli was looking after him. Because he has Oscar. <laughs> Oscar Frianetto, who was the engineer with Craig Lowndes. Yes. When Craig Lowndes came to fall with the green-eyed monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he I left remember the Oscar name, actually, now you say He left that. and went to yep. Team Dynamic. Yep. And I met him at Team Dynamic with Steve when Simon Rules was there. Yes. And he has looked after the car and has looking after all of Kevin Weeks' cars. His uh, Lamborghini, which he'll be running uh, in Targa um, in April, and it's just, Kevin was absolutely over the moon. I hadn't had much of a chance to talk to him about it, but he was, he's pretty upbeat, and I suppose you would be when you're well, leading exactly. the field. And yeah. Anyway, he got up there um, and to, to accept his trophy and uh, wanted to tell everyone, quite rightly so, uh, what a surprising how it, uh, it's done for a 30-year-old car. Well, there was Dougie Lehman, straight into it. <laughs> Dougie, which <laughs> part of it's 30 years old? <laughs> Ah, very good, Dougie. <laughs> he was right. third on the week and it had a huge time. Yeah, good for him. Dougie been on it. And he was, yeah, well, Dougie's uh, always on it. And he was, uh, <laughs> he is, <laughs> being the brother of Pete. Is he the brother of Pete? Yeah. 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 Obviously the marketing and not the... And not the, the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it was a bit of a laugh, and mm. the night before he'd been spewing about, oh, I don't want to get up so early. And Mark Bryan, who's now taken over, none other than Mark, the operations manager for Mountain Motorsports, which <laughs> looks after now the quadrilla of events, the right. um, Lake, Lake Mountain Motorsport, the new Grand Prix rally, yep. which is coming up. I haven't told you about that. You'll be coming on shortly. Right. And uh, the uh, uh, Threadbow Sprint. Mm -hmm. uh, the three-day sprint from the 23rd till the 25th of May and May. followed by my uh, Mount Buller at the end of the year. And, um, yeah, there he was and Dougie was, ah, I don't want to get up. So, Dougie, don't worry, I'll sort out. We had the whole time schedule changed, so we all got up a little bit uh, an hour later and got into it. And Dougie went, oh, you guys are just the best organisers. Well, actually, <laughs> this wasn't competitors. The, I was going to say, because the number of competitors. But don't let that get in the way of a good story. <laughs> no, yeah. never let it be said. Obviously, it would have been, it would have been nice to do it. And, and, you oh, know, it's, that's terrific. I think what we can take away from it is like that we cracked the five-minute mark and, and we, we were doing our four best, best for 457. 458, 459. And, and we what were, is the record? What did Weeks do? Uh, uh, 427, Gee. which is really hard to understand it, yeah. how you can do that. But then with 98 corners, that's only half a second a lap or less in, in, in difference. So you've yeah. got to put it in perspective. Yeah. And four-wheel drive cars can get away a bit easier at the bottom. It's extremely slippery at the bottom. There's a little bit of a hollow there. And my theory is that it's, it's very good traction early in the morning. Yeah. Um, but then as the heat comes up, the uh, the uh, uh, eucalyptus oil, which has fallen off the trees, has come out of the ground. It and steaming. It is, it, yeah. and, it, and it really, it makes the, the, the track very slippery for the first three corners until you get them up. We were running Kumho tyres, which were unbelievably good. We ran the same... The same classic Adelaide. We ran, put some yep. new ones on the front. We ran the same rear set of Kumhos that we did at Classic. They are a really good tyre that can take the heat, come off, come back, come off, come back, come off. And I think the Dunlops have been like that. So whether it will be okay for Target Tasmania, who knows. But anyway, have a look at the video. Great yeah, event. Worthwhile. Had a ball. And yeah. um, while we're talking those types of events, and, and, we're, and we're, excuse me, we were touching on Classic Adelaide and Dougie Lehman. Um, 
I noticed the uh, the uh, um, oh, what's it called? The classic uh, Gold Coast, not Gold Coast Classic. The Sun Coast, Sun Coast Classic has been cancelled for this year. They've um, it has. I've yep, heard. they've they've pulled the they've pulled the pin on it because of uh, organisational changes and different things they wanted to do up in uh, up in Queensland in Noosa, uh, and they're in the ongoing discussions with the council. Um, Brought and Mel Hemmeling on board. Yep, and Mel Hemmeling's now on board. But uh, so that'll mean the price <coughs> will go up. <coughs> Maybe I don't know, but uh, certainly uh, big changes ahead for for that by the looks. So it'll be interesting to see how this year's Classic Adelaide runs on that basis, because that'll be a precursor, presumably, for uh, for next year's Suncoast. Look, there's a, there was a bit of discussion about that on the weekend, and I think that you know the jury's out there. Why, why they, um, why they have decided that they want to put some heavy a heavyweight on there, and no doubt that Mel Hemling um, will be able to bring some some strength to it. The word is that he's actually bought into it. That's what, yeah, and, and that's what um, I was just going to say because that's what I heard. That too. a lot of the councils were they were individual councils. Now so it's also become one super council. Yes, it has. Um, so that probably you know it's a very political sort of. And because Mal was one time head of uh, Adelaide City Council's whatever it was, A1GP, um, and oh, he's, sorry, I'm, he's I'm got the AGP. Yeah, he's got um, the experience brought, to do the deals at the level. Brought the rally to Western Australia. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how it all goes. But, but uh, ne- nonetheless, good. one must, in the same breath, one must go back, and th- and remember the vision that uh, David Edwards, who has probably now taking a patron role. Yes. who had founded the event. And whilst I don't have, I've never had anything to do with him, I don't know, and a lot of people will bag the crap out of him because he's either pedantic in this area or whatever. But I haven't. But with, it's, without him and without people like Phil Ward who yeah. had the vision You're to right. do Aussie racing cars, there would be not a category. Mm. So, yeah, and there wouldn't be these events. So you can knock them all you like, but these people who take this stuff off and, you know, grab it by the horns and run with it, good on them. All that, I don't want that to be a segue to getting me into uh, a... Um, Bloody bashing of Aussies about tall poppy syndrome because we, we really, that is our, I think it's the oh, worst, segue about that, worst trait of Australians <laughs> is, yeah. uh, is tall poppy syndrome. So, who are we going to knock down? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, well, we're not going to knock down. Me. Oh, dear. Yeah, you're right, it is a bad trait. Yeah, it's unnecessary. People don't like people being successful. Speaking of getting knocked down, Corey Delaney got a hit in the face last night. Is that right? Yeah, didn't you see that? Oh, old Corey would don't take your sonny's off. I saw it there. He got bashed in the Kim, Where? Kath and Kim Mall in Narry Warren. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Look, I'm not saying I like him or don't hate him, but I just have whatever. you seen the emails? Oh, I have seen them. They've seen them all. Just yes, no Google point. Them. You, you, you don't there's, need to tell them. There's some rippers out there. I saw one on you birth control yesterday. The, you don't need to tell <laughs> the viewers that. Um, uh, Mr. Simonson actually is, was worth Mr. more Simonson. of a yes, it's worth more of a mention because Alan. he really has a very busy season this year. Starting off obviously this weekend, uh, the A1 GP, GP because GP's uh, shooting up there tomorrow um, for uh, that with the Coopers and uh, the Ferrari 430 to defend his Australian GT championship. Yeah, how's he going to go? Because oh. he's got Bryce Washington in the. Lambo, yeah, you know? and he's got a couple other people who are all very hot to trot. It's you know, 
Well, mate, I think that, you know, it's a fast track and he knows it. And, you know, I think there's with there's always a bit of momentum when you're up the front. But he wants to put, you know, the results on the board early in. And oh, uh, he, he has a very busy program. He'll be backing that with the next round at Clipsal 500. Um, and then he'll be uh, uh, he'll be off to do some testing in uh, Paul Ricard for the Le Mans series, which will yep. be joining with Lars Eric Nielsen Again? in the uh, yeah in the cool. Feldmeyer Proton or the Far Bar Cigar. I'm not sure what it is. I can never be working it out um, after uh, him qualifying on pole to the last until the last second at the Dubai yeah. 24 hour. Only to have Craig Baird sneak it under mm. underneath him, and unfortunately the car was rolled into a ball. Um, by Lars, no fault of his, because climb up on some uh, slower traffic. Well, 150 yeah. cars on the track, and you were uh, passing 20 cars per lap. It was going to be uh, a little bit difficult, especially when you're going well, down the chute. The cars on the freeway are going faster than you, <laughs> so that you know, <laughs> bit of a worry. Um, he snared uh, a, a very, very good, good new drive with uh, FIA GT with Gigawave Digital. Um, ah. And uh, we'll be driving a X Barwell DBR9 GT1 car. What's more interesting, and I suppose apart from Alan Isn't going that and doing a ten-year, uh, ten uh, race, uh, ten uh, race uh, round there, there's uh, none other than uh, the ex uh, Ferrari oh, uh, Fraudmeister Nigel Stepney has uh, joined Stepney's the team to create a little bit more interest in there. <laughs> That's right. So I think they'll be going. What have you got to say? Oh, let's go down the pub noise. What, you know anything? <laughs> no, you know anything about Ferrari, do you? No. <laughs> you got, uh, got a hot up, kid. <laughs> That's right. Anything you can tell me to get, more, get a bit more speed out of 4.30. It's a pretty small world. <laughs> it is a small world. I'm sure I'll be having a, oh, uh, oh, a, a pie, pie and a peanut with <laughs> Nigel sometime during the year. <laughs> don't mention the war. No, don't. <laughs> he's probably got more money than anyone anyway. Don't mention the lawsuit. And then finally, he's got uh, the British GT with uh, Christensen Motorsport. Uh, that's where he, uh, you know, for all the, the bad things he does all year, he uh, takes on the Christian role and um, prays and does everything nice with uh, Hector Lester, who will be out here for Clips of 500, as he did last year, yes. bringing out a few of his cars to basically leave him here and find some sucker to buy him. <laughs> as he did last year. As you do. That's right. Exactly. That's the way it works. Yeah. Um, I've got stuff to say, but I I can't think of it. You can't? I've got to check on the roast. You do? Because I talk about barbecues. Oh, please! I don't know what it was. It was Australia Day when you were talking about lack of lamb. Mate, we had a lack of lamb and then a rack of lamb. And uh, we had the best Australia Day barbecue for ages. Scored these little juicy deluxe lamb cutlets from Coles on special of all things how much I can't remember but they were 90 cents good. each no, I don't know cheap they get really expensive they do but this was this. I mean it wasn't that cheap but it wasn't bad either and there were six in a pack and we got two packs and um, they just were absolutely superb full of flavour oh, just Australia Day well there you go gotta eat lamb lamb's the go Sam Kikovic yep. thanks for coming <laughs> <laughs> And all that stuff Sam Kekovic did over through the tennis, that was very, very clever. I thought very, very clever whoever came up with that campaign. But things aren't looking good in the world's economy, are they? But, you know, this week they voted Adelaide the fifth best town in the world, fifth best town in the world to live. 
And uh, there was also listening to Fresh FM, freshfm.com.au, mm. the local radio station for younger Adelaideans, mm-hmm. which is, I feel I fall into because of, of spirit. Of <laughs> spirit. <laughs> about a few spirits. He likes to think he's younger listeners. Well, I'm younger than some. True. And uh, there was a lot of bagging going on from other states. So I go, well, what, where's that all coming from? They go, if they don't live here, and they're going, ah, oh, you guys are all a piece of shit and you got nothing going for you. Yeah. Well, well, why would you bother saying it? You know, like, well, it was like the Victorian Premier yesterday was carrying on. Yeah, yeah, that, that was what, that, that's what triggered mm-hmm. it. Right. He called us a backwater. Yeah. But in its own right, and these guys put it very succinctly, it's a lifestyle choice. Exactly. And they make a... That is only, as we know, conversely with tall poppy syndrome, just sour grape syndrome. Yeah, of course it is. So... Because we've got more wineries. Oh, talking of which, Fox Do we have schnitzels? Yeah. Here we are. Schnitzels. Sitting outside. Yeah, having fun. A mile from from the city. And no power. Yeah. Power's gone out. <laughs> Bloody hasn't. <laughs> we wouldn't be recording the show if the power had gone out. Uh, wouldn't we? No, I don't think so. Wouldn't we? I don't know. Turkey ready for worky. Oh. Oh. So, what was I going to say? Um, oh, I know what I was going to say. I uh, I hear that uh, the first batch of minis is ready to come over for the uh, mini BMW mm. mini mm. challenge thing. Prepaid this year. 40 you, apparently they're is sending there four, out. That's what I was going to say. Do 40. you know how many and are they all taken? 40 is what they're sending, but they need 14,960 more of them because that'll give a total of 15,000. 15,000 is so far by the 20th of January the number of entries that SBS has for the Top Gear show. Ah. Oh. Interesting, a group called Freehand from the UK have already come over here. But, viewers, listeners, disappointed fans, the decision was made prior, and it will be a female doing the show. Is that right? Because the greatest audience is females, and humour is what they want. Here is a motor show, motoring show with a bit of humour that's turned into a humour show with a bit of motoring. Right. So... We did some calculations that 15,000 uh, people are putting in a 10-minute uh, uh, show for them to look at. And then we're not talking about loading up, taking it out. That's 108 days of viewing. Of viewing. Just simple <laughs> uh, mathematics has uh, as, uh, made this clear. Talking to Dean Evans and Samantha Stevens on the weekend at yes. length about it, they were equally frustrated about the... Uh, the narrow-sightedness of it and would had effectively alluded to the fact that they SBS were using it as to talent to to a scout concepts for their own show. right okay so I think that's yeah. pretty poor mm. but nonetheless mm, but that's the way of the world isn't it eh? it is mm. the way of the world so yeah some so. lucky person will be in but at the final mm. moment uh, we've decided that JP uh, and I had a uh, a heart-to-heart about it to decide that really uh, We'd rather do our own thing. Yeah. We, we, <clears throat> we discussed it at length and thought that, you know, it's all going to be too hard. No, we never said that. And, uh, well, we did. We, we said it'd all be too hard just to keep it rolling and, you know, and uh, and keep it fresh. And we can do that with this show because it's it's easy. But once you get to TV land, there's got to be formulas and then you've got yeah. pressure to do this Hair's and pressure to do that. And, 
and you get away from your original ideals. Exactly. You can't be pure. You can't just say, get fucked, viewers. Well, no, you can't, because then we wouldn't get on the podcast then. We'd be explicit if you said that. Do you think we can bleep? That's why we didn't say it. Do you think... No, it was it was an example of what you it couldn't was. say. That's right. Exactly. We didn't so say we it. didn't say that, Steve. So we're still not explicit. Thank you. Can you please send some MacBook Airs? <laughs> Just send us some product to sell. That'd be good. Just anything. <laughs> That's right. And, and Adobe. <laughs> You've got something. Oh, Adobe. Adobe. Oh, don't well, start. Adobe. Don't go there. Can you weave Adobe into some motorsport while I go and quickly check <laughs> the even uh, uh, Weaving it into motorsport, but I can certainly... Uh, Tell you that uh, the way that they're running CS3 now, um, if you don't do the updates, it's it's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If you don't do the updates, the applications don't run properly. You can't do your uh, system software updates. If you do run the updates, you run the risk of actually spoiling the application for whatever reason. I don't know what the engineering is, um, and everything or not everything but uh, certainly a lot of updates that you download from the web they just pop up as adobe patcher now that's all right as long as you've got the time and the inclination to download 300 and odd megabytes of uh, of updates just because you've installed cs3 um and let it just do its own thing in the background but if like me you support a large number of clients who are all using that um that package and you think you'd be rather smart and you go to the Adobe website and you'd want to download all the updates yourself and burn them to CD so that you can just plonk the CD in the drive of whatever machine you're currently installing the application on and do the updates, it's almost impossible because every update comes up as an Adobe patcher and you just lose track of where the hell you are and what you have updated and what you haven't and uh, and it's just a nightmare. And uh, I just, I, I, I don't know, I just despair really that, uh, that they've got this product that certainly started off brilliantly cs1 was brilliant cs2 was brilliant we've got to cs3 um the end results from using the applications within the cs3 package are still fantastic um the actual applications themselves are good but the engineering and the way they've gone about doing the uh, the installs and the upgrades and the maintenance of the uh, applications in order to for for the person to keep using them day by day, uh, just absolutely sucks the big one. Uh, even Quark have, have, have got it better with with their upgrades and the way that they currently do things. Uh, so Adobe, this is a big raspberry to you guys because I think you've really got to take a long hard look at how you used to do it and how you've converted to what you do now and uh, go back three steps and re-engineer it so that it works properly again because it's just been useless. And uh, there you go. I've said my bit. Johnny's disappeared in to uh, look after the roast while I've uh, been uh, ranting on then. And, of course, he hasn't come back out, so I'm left in the lurch as usual. Um, but he's racing down now. Oh, here he comes. How is it? Oh, I might have burnt my hand. Oh, you didn't? I did. Oh, dear. Never mind. as much as Right, well, I've just paid Adobe out horrendously. Oh, tell you. I think it's just... Can you imagine how many people around the world are actually having the same scenario? Oh, absolutely. They're just... Yeah. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. They're fucked. I don't know. <laughs> you can't keep swearing. We'll get I, I explicit was, tags. I was thinking. Now, I see that um, there's going to be a big dinner soon to celebrate Frank Gardner's uh, colourful 
motor racing Will he be wearing a terry towelling Well, that's what I had to wonder. That was going to be my next question. Do you think he'll wear the blue terry towelling hat? I had dinner with a guy the other night whose name is Ted Robinson, and he had worked... Did he have a wife called Mrs. Robinson? Uh, no, they've gone to Alpha Centauri looking for her. Right. Um, but uh, he had worked with absolutely everybody all the way back. He was unbelievably interesting to talk to. Yeah? As a super bloke. And at the end of the day, basically sort of brought the transporter up and ran us for the weekend and, and Dave Pittman and, and, and yeah. the whole lot of... Pittman trucks. Yeah. Pittman. Pittman. Every Pittman. So he used very, very yeah. interesting stuff. Fred and, Gibson uh, and, and all that as well. And we actually talked about. I said, mate, uh, you would remember the the days that he was a really good mate with Howard Marsden. And I said, yes. you would remember the days of the of the uh, of uh, the the early uh, Nissan, Nissan Bluebird. Bluebird. Yeah. And he said, oh yes, yes. I said, and, and the Amscar series at Amber. Oh yes, I remember that. Yes, yes, that was a good one. Uh, George Fury and Fred Gibson. Yeah. I said, you remember, George backed it in. He said, yeah, backed it in. I'd wonder, like, yeah, 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 coming on to the straight. And I said, that's right. And he got out of the car and put his Terry Towling out straight. And he, said, he said, he did. I said, where is that Terry Towling at? And he goes, well, I can't tell you too much. Other than he kept it behind the ashtray in the race car. And I said, well, why was that? He goes, well, that was a little convenient place to put it. I said, well, that's a bit odd. He said, well... What no one knew was that the ashtray on that Nissan Racer yeah. had a little micro switch on it that when you pulled it out, it was full boost. <laughs> <laughs> and the Terry Telling had to drop down because he reckoned that he'd need it soon because he'd be crashing it because it went too fast. <laughs> True story. Uh, there was the plenty old more of that. Mate. We've got to the get Ted on the show. Yeah. He's on well, he'd, be, he'd be great, and especially <laughs> the bloody Fred Gibson stories. Uh, Mate, we're going to ruin this meal. We'll have to shut down. All right, then. See you later. Oh, okay, viewers. Well, we do, are well, we going to do well, it next it. week? Next week? Yeah. Well, are you are you here or not here? Yeah, I'll be here. Am I here? No, I think we'll do it one next week. I think yeah. it'll be good. We'll All get right. back into it a little bit. Yeah, cause we, we should get back we, into We've it. had a little bit of yeah. giving yeah. Love, giving the viewers nothing, I'll tell you. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, viewers. Oh, viewers. Votasport.com. V-O-T-A-S-P-O-R-T.com. is now running... Pretty mysterious for virtually everybody who's using it. Read the instructions. And uh, like digg.com, it's exactly the same thing. But we've different. Cl- we've cloned it. We've copied it. <laughs> we'll we present it. Because it's it's all about yeah. what you want to hear about. Give it a go. Exactly. Thanks for listening. Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. Good night, Russell Sausage. Good night, dogs. Oh, got a wag of the tail. Well, I guess that's it. Over and out then. <laughs> with chips. Mm.